light is part of everything we do, either light or the absence of it, and yet it's something that people really don't know a great deal about. We're configuring light. We have a research group at the London School of Economics, um, Department of Sociology and King's College, um, London, and we are unique in being a research group entirely focused on studying light and lighting in public space. We want to understand how light impacts people. We also want to improve the social knowledge base of designers and other lighting professionals um, who work with light and often um, need much deeper understanding of the places that they're intervening in. We've come to um, Brandon um, to work with Southern Council as part of their Great Estates program. It's a four-year program um, being resident-led so that residents can tell us what type of improvements they want to see on their estates. This is an estate with a very complex history. Um, so there are many kinds of connections and forms of communication. We are interested to learn about the, the kinds of people on an estate and the diversity of people that live in a place. We don't really start with light, we start with where do they live, where do they go, what do they do, and then light just filters into that, um, that conversation really. I've lived on the estate for 34 years. I've loved every minute of living here. Good people, nice people, and um, we love each other. Well, there's more decent people than there is villains, let's put it that way. I think it can be quite an intimidating place if you don't know it. But having said that, once we started to get involved in the TRA and met lots more people, then it feels a lot friendlier. It's a real mix of people that get uh, involved in the gardening club because there's some younger people who've never done gardening before, um, but then there's also people like Bill, who I think is in his 80s and has been gardening on this estate his entire life. So you can see that there's plenty of stuff being put in, so people are interested in using it and doing it. So it's been really nice to have an environment where those people get together because that doesn't happen very often. And what's the estate feel like at night? How does it feel walking around in the... It's evening? not too bad actually. Well, I don't, like I say, I, I don't mind walking about, but I mean, I don't know about girls, young girls, I don't, don't know. I, I never feel unsafe on the estate when it's light, um, but when it gets darker, I don't know how much we're going to be out around the vegetable garden. We have had a few issues, and there have been serious issues. Brandon 3 has developed a reputation for um, antisocial behaviour and other issues. I was hearing the serene ambulances, police, all day. I said, then I come out, I said, what is going on? It was winter time. Yeah, yeah everywhere is dark. I went around the corner there, then I saw the boy, the boy, the boy on the floor. But unfortunately, we lost him. Oh, it was a terrible, terrible, terrible day. I have the memory in mind. 
in my head all the time when I sleep, I remember. We had to shame the council to say not one of our council representatives had come down to see how anybody was on the estate. We hadn't had the police come down, there was no victim or counselling or support or anything. There was still blood on the, on the ground. I mean the response to um, the stabbings and shooting incidents was, on the residents' part, was to demand higher levels of lighting um, and CCTV cameras, um, as well as blocking some of the paths um, so there couldn't be high-speed chases. A man from the council, to whom the bench behind me is dedicated, um, came to work with them um, to inspect the lighting and then put in um, some rather brutal lights. <laughs> from our point of view. Um, the point, though, was that he cared, and everyone recognized that he cared. Putting in bright lights, whether we agree or disagree with that strategy as a lighting strategy, was a sign of care and response. The brighter, the better. Yeah. I think the brighter it is people in the past thought, the safer it will be. When you're talking about lighting in meetings and things like that, it's either if something's happened and you just want a bright light to shine in that area, or if you're trying to stop something from happening. I mean, one of the things we find when we're speaking to members of the public, when we're speaking to housing providers and councils, is they have a very limited understanding of what light is about, what, what it can do. They tend to speak um, in terms of brightness, whether the light is bright or, or dim. And on that polarity, in that they're always gonna say, we want more light, we want brighter lights without understanding that if you whack in a bright light here, you're going to have a pool of darkness here. And you have a problem when you install very bright lights of extreme contrast because our eyes can't adjust very easily. So actually, very bright lights in public space often can make a space feel less safe. There are these uh, street lighting columns uh, with three heads, not two, three heads. They're like little aliens. <laughs> And the, the, the light level that you have just around the column is really high. And then suddenly you, you end up in this kind of dark bits. The problem of bulkheads is that they don't have an optic. So, I mean, what you can see is that they just spread lighting everywhere with no control. I mean, the bulkheads have been the same bulkheads in the 60s. You know, everything went on in terms of design, technology, and if you look at the bulkhead, maybe now they are LED bulkheads, but they are still the same kind of fixture that we are in the 60s. It's about the, the, you know, the lack of care and the lack of value to what they do, because they're working on a social housing estate, because they would never do that in another, in another residential uh, housing. They would never do that. One of the things we were able to do in Brandon with the support of the council was actually to, to change a space through very simple but very effective lighting design. Sadr Council appointed us to do the lighting design for this specific square uh, because it's actually close to, to the garden uh, where the murder happened and is also a place where people didn't feel very confident to walk through. Uh, the lighting uh, before was the usual you can find on social housing estates, so big floodlights uh, and uh, very high contrast, so they were very glary and very also white light, white color. We wanted to create uh, a much lower lighting level, uh, but with a 
better uniformity for people to walk through and as well to give a bit of joy to the place. Uh, we change all the lighting bulbs, uh, they are warm LED and then we add some spotlight to the trees that are basically invisible in reality but they light very well the path. Now when the people came out as soon as the lighting was installed they say oh this is much better, it's much brighter. In reality it was obviously 50% uh, less bright than before but because of uh, you know the the festive atmosphere and as well the quality of lighting and as well the color rendering and uh, the uniformity, it was perceived much brighter and much safer. I mean the lights in Grimsel Path are beautiful now and you feel really good walking through there, it's so light. It's given us an opportunity to start reclaiming back our, our um, estate. It gives it give happiness, joy to us. Nobody can hide anywhere there. Nobody can do anything. So to have something that was much more softer and it's got more atmosphere about it, yeah, yeah. it was lovely. Whenever I go through there now, I will see people lingering. And at first I'm like, why, why are they lingering? Do they live on the estate? Are they walking through? Are they up to no good? And now it's because they're just taking their time and you've got them going all different paths now. We've done um, a party there a few years ago, didn't we? And it was such a shame because once it started to get a little bit dark, you felt like you had to start packing up. But it would have been so much nicer with the lights. Yeah. You know, we would have been out there all night. <laughs> there have been evenings where people have been hanging out here, you know, drinking wine or, you know, playing little games until after dark, which would definitely never have happened without these lights here. And it's not that the estate was dark before, you know, there were really big street lights everywhere, but that kind of lighting doesn't make you feel safe either. The problem with social housing lighting is that it, if they just speak to function about crime reduction, it doesn't send that message of, of care. Not only does the place not feel attractive, but it does mark a place out as a problem. So aesthetics should be part of the way we think about how we care and how we show that a place is valued and cared for. I didn't know that there was other types of lighting, not other types of um, look and feel of lighting available. I think it's the understanding of what more is available out there um, and I think once you do a pilot on what you can actually do and see, I think other councils will actually introduce that as well so I think that makes a big difference. 